WBCRFM, Loudonville, Albany. Proudly owned and operated by Siena College, a Franciscan institution. 88.3 Welcome to the Saints and Alumni Show right here on WVCR 88.3 The Saint. Happy Friday. I'm your host this week, Brandon Murphy, Class of 2017 from Alumni Engagement, sitting down with Jared DeGraw from Class of 2015, Assistant Director of Marketing and Technology at the Career and Internship Center here at the college. Talking about his CN experience and all of the services that the office offers to our alumni and students. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on WBCR. We're different through the Saint. Hey, you found us. 88.3, The Saint. Welcome back to the Saints and Alumni Show right here on WVCR 88.3 The Saint. It is Friday. It is the beginning of the semester. The students are back, and it's a great spring semester ahead. I'm your host this week, Brandon Murphy, class of 2017 from the Alumni Engagement Office. And this week, I am joined by Jared DeGroff, class of 2015, Assistant Director of Marketing and Technology at the Career and Internship Center here on campus. Today, we're talking about his Siena experience and what services the Career and Internship Center offers, not only to the students, but also to the alumni community base as well. A reminder to everyone listening today here on WVCR 88.3 The Saint to subscribe to the Siena Alumni YouTube channel to hear all of the podcast episodes, Apple and Spotify and iHeartRadio as well house all of the episodes. Jared, I know this is the first time on the show. Welcome to uh, to the Saints Alumni Show. How you doing? How's the first few weeks been in the spring? Oh, man. Thank you first for having me. I really appreciate it. It's cool to be on the other side of the mic. I uh, do my own podcast in the other room, but uh, this is great. The first few weeks have been really busy. Um, so February for the Korean Internship Center is Career Expo month now. So um, this past Wednesday, we had our first day, which was business. So after the month is gone, it's going to be a lot quieter in my office. But so far, it's been a whirlwind. And you can tell Jared has done podcasts. He's dropping tidbits in there about what the podcast episode is going to entail today. We're going to dive into a lot of the Career Expo, the services and whatnot that the center offers to the community in the second segment. But first, since it's your first time on the show, it's a tradition uh, for all of the listeners out there today to kind of get to know who the guest member is. So I kind of want to take back the clocks a little bit uh, to maybe your senior year of high school, you know, August, going into your freshman year of college, and provide some insight to the people listening today how you ended up at Siena, and what were some of those deciding factors that got you here to be a saint? Sure. Um, so back in the day, 2011, when I was a senior in high school, I, uh, I was looking at a few local schools. Uh, I'm a local kid, so I only grew up about half an hour away from here. I looked at Skidmore, Union, and Siena, uh, each with a very different track. I was applying to Skidmore for music. I was applying to Union for mechanical engineering, and I applied here for marketing. You know, did the tours, the whole nine yards, the things that you do, you know, your senior year of high school. And I actually had a teacher in high school. Her name was Mrs. Wheeler. She was really influential in me coming here. Uh, she was a graduate of Siena in marketing, and I just really, really liked it. Uh, I had a great time learning about a lot of different marketing stuff in her class. And I remember she said, you really got to check out Siena. And I did the tours. I came on campus, and I just felt really at ease here. Uh, I went through a smaller high school, maybe 20, 30 kids in each classroom. 
So that was a big thing for me was coming to a college where I didn't feel lost. Uh, I didn't feel just one of 300 in a giant lecture. And that's what it was like here. So I was really pleased when I came to campus, how it felt. And I was super excited to kind of start over at Siena. It's crazy that you have gone into this college church process with three different majors at three different schools. I came in undeclared at Siena. I had literally no idea what, what I wanted to do. And you came in with uh, different options and different college choices yeah. and a lot of different hobbies yeah, and it, interests. It was really weird. I mean, going to Skidmore, which is a super you know liberal arts school, they had a great music program. I mean, it's like going to SPAC when it's in your backyard. And um, I really love music. So I was like, well, if I'm going to go there, I might as well learn about music, like go to that school for it. And Union was the same thing, a uh, big engineering school. So I also had a technical side that I really enjoyed um, CAD drawing and architectural drawing. So I thought mechanical engineering would be a cool track as well. And, of course, marketing. I am a creative person, so I really like the creative side of, of marketing. And even for students that know exactly what they want to do, there is still this transition process from high school into college, just like from college into the workforce that your office helps a lot with. Um, and Siena is getting really, really good at this transition process at Siena, where they're bringing in students the month of August for these preview days to come and visit their classrooms to see what their room's going to look like and to meet some of their classmates. But for us, when we were just freshmen, just you know, 10, 12 years ago, it was a little bit different where a lot of those activities didn't happen until the first month of college. What do you remember about move-in day, those first few weeks, and kind of what did you get involved with when you came here as a saint? Sure. Uh, when I first came here, I really didn't know what to expect. We didn't have, like you said, we didn't have preview days yet. So moving day happened. Uh, my parents came. We drove up. I remember the campus was closed down and driving through campus and getting to Ryan Hall, which is where I lived freshman year, and going into the first floor, which, you know, I'm an only child, so I never had a roommate, uh, going into a floor with, you know, 30, 40 other guys and meeting a roommate, which I had never met before. So it was a little intimidating. It was different. It was, you know, summer camp before a whole year. And I didn't really know what to think. Luckily, you know, my roommate and I, we got along fine. I met a lot of good friends in my hallway. So while I didn't necessarily have my best friend living with me, I made a lot of good connections in my hallway, which was great. I didn't necessarily join a lot of clubs, but I actually got a work-study job working for athletics uh, in the kind of promotion side of things. So I was at every basketball game from my freshman year to my senior year which was super cool. I was the guy throwing the T-shirts. That time I had a mohawk, so it was a good time. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. So those first couple of weeks were as much fun as it was stressful because I had a hard time adjusting to class. The level of work that was expected was a lot different, and I wasn't used to that. And I remember distinctly looking at my good friend Alex, who I still talk to now, and we took a micro econ test. We both failed it, and I'm like, we got to do something different because this isn't working. Um, and that was a big wake-up call, and it had to adjust how I approach school, how I approach studying. High school was not necessarily that challenging. The classes I took coming to college was a lot different, especially the courses that I wasn't necessarily super interested in right away. So it was a big learning process. It was going to see professors' office hours. It was making sure I put in the time that my work actually got done, and then I was doing you know, essentially the best I could. So that first semester... That was a rough one, but it kind of smoothed out spring and uh, sophomore year. I came in with a very different attitude and a very different approach. I remember when I was a freshman, too, similar to you, I, I went to a high school with 77 uh, kids in my senior class. There was more students in the dining hall than my town, um, and I got a C-minus on my first paper. And I ended up being in the psychology track, which was a lot of writing. And I was like, oh, man, this is, this is going to be a long, you know, three and a half years now yeah. <laughs> to, to kind of get that down. But I was able to make some of those connections 
Um, I, you know, I talked with a lot of friars, a lot of professors, a lot of tutors. Was there any campus partner around Siena that you kind of built a relationship with, whether it was somebody in athletics that you got to know really well, or maybe a professor within marketing or a friar that you kind of built a relationship with through the years? Sure. So oddly enough, um, my sophomore year, I actually became an RA on campus. So I got involved in community life, as it's called now, or res life, as it was called back then. Uh, I made a great friend in Adam Kassler, who's now assistant dean of students. Uh, we chat now time to time, but as a good mentor of kind of how to handle college. Uh, at the same time, you know, fellow RAs were in a similar spot, student leaders. So how do you work a campus job, a RA job, plus your studies, and you know, still have a life? So that helped a lot. Father Dennis was a great resource. Um, again, still connected with him now. He was awesome at the time. He was also a professor. And honestly, I went to a lot of professors' office hours. Not necessarily one stood out more than the other, but Professor Pepe in the marketing department, uh, Dr. Buff in the marketing department, all great resources that, you know, they were all challenging classes, but at the end of the day, they all want to see you do your best. And they are there for you, not just them, but the college campus, the professors as a whole. Even now, I'm taking grad classes, and it's the same thing. And Jared keeps alluding to all of the relationship building and the connections that we're making, you know, as students. Uh, but for the alumni listening today, know that all of these services and all of these friars on campus, the professors, they're still here if you need to reach out to them for career advice. The offices are still open. Campus is now fully open again. Uh, so please reach out to anybody that you may need uh, some advice on. And, you know, some of the listeners today that also may know, Jared, we keep alluding to it a little bit, that you did build another relationship here on yep. campus at Siena uh, with your wife, Jen, uh, timely with around Valentine's Day. So just a little little uh, sneak peek of how you guys sure. met uh, and how that love story began yeah. here at Siena. Oh, so once upon a time, uh, <laughs> I was an RA in Heinz, and she was a resident on the third floor. And it all began, I was, I again, I played music for a long time. So I had a guitar in my room, and I was playing guitar on duty in the Heinz RA office. And she just stopped by, poked her head in, and was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> and, you know, she left and, and moved on. And we started chatting from that, realized she was the floor underneath me, and we just started kind of doing stuff together, hanging out. Uh, we did work. We were in... Some similar classes. She was going from environmental science to marketing and was kind of asking me how that was going. And um, so we met in 2013. Uh, it'll be 10 years this year that we've actually been dating, which is kind of wild. Uh, it was most of college. You know, fast forward a little bit. We dated all through college. End of college happened. We moved in together. Um, I tried to have this elaborate plan for engagement. And at the time, I was a construction manager. And I said, Jen, I got a project. I got to look at Sienna. And Jen's a smart person, so she's like, it's the middle of summer. What project are you looking at, Sienna? I'm like, it's very important. we got to go. So we drive up some summer day, and um, I proposed to her in front of Heinz because we met in Heinz. So then after that, fast forward again, you know, COVID happened. We were trying to plan a wedding, and we're like, where do you want to get married? You know, church, what are we doing? So we got married at the chapel here on campus with Father Dennis presiding over it. And uh, really just brought things full circle. And if you couldn't tell, Sienna is a special spot to me. It was special to her. It's kind of where we both came into our own as people, as individuals. And um, it's, you know, again, where we started our, I guess, second life together as a, a married couple. And what does Jen do now? Is she, is she still, is she on, she's not on campus, right? She's got nope. another job off campus? No, she is. Uh, she actually just recently got a promotion. So shout out to Jen. But Congrats. She, she works at Sunmark Credit Union in Latham. Um, as the very first person on the data analyst team, she's going to be the marketing side of that. So Great. Congratulations to Jen. And, you know, we just got about, about two minutes left here on the first segment today. So what I want to do is I want to begin the segment number two kind of with the broad picture of that career and internship center. 
uh, some of the uh, the staff members there and some of your responsibilities. But to kind of preview into that, can you share with the audience uh, kind of your career path, you know, since 2015 when you graduated sure. and how you ended up coming back to Siena just about, what, a year ago now? Yep. Yeah, just just a little over a year. Uh, January 17th was a full year here. But yeah, so I graduated in 2015. I actually had an internship prior. I was working at a local jewelry store as a marketing person there. I did a just about a full year after school with them, Northeastern Fine Jewelry. And actually after that, I totally different direction. I was a project manager for a construction and mechanicals company for about six years. So that came, that brought me right up to after the pandemic. And, you know, during that, I did a ton of other stuff, freelance graphic design, personal training, you name it, I did it, car detailing. Um, and I really wanted to get back into marketing. So I, you know, reached out. I saw there's a job opening at the Korean Internship Center and I applied and here I am. And here we are a year later, uh, a year later, and this upcoming month is jam-packed with events and services that the Career Center is going to offer. So everybody listening, stay with us right now. We'll be back in segment two. We're going to talk about the staff members in their Career Center, where it's located, Jared's specific responsibilities within the office, and then what to expect in the spring and just kind of, you know, in the future, kind of big picture what students and alumni can expect. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on WVCR, 88.3 The Saint. Your Sienna College Connection, 88.3, The Saint. Welcome back to The Saints and Alumni Show right here on WVCR, 88.3, The Saint. I'm your host this week, Brandon Murphy, class of 2017, from the Alumni Engagement Office, and we're joined by Jared DeGroff, class of 2015, Assistant Director of Marketing and Technology at the Career and Internship Center, talking about his Sienna experience as we did in the past segment, and now we're going to dive deep into his job responsibilities at Sienna and some of the services that the Career and Internship Center offers. A lot of the alumni listening today remember back in the day, the Career Center, and they kind of follow the updates through E! News, through the Scoop, maybe, if you currently work at Siena, uh, with the Intern Journal, uh, the Alumnus of the Month, and some of the other outward-facing marketing materials that they do. But, you know, in time, as everything grows and continues to expand, so there's a lot of new members within the office. Uh, you know, the Career Expo has changed a little bit in the style that it goes about. Um, and I really want to give our listeners a chance to learn all about that. So first, before we get into your specific responsibilities, can you just kind of give a broad overview of who's in the office, what that entails for each person, and and where you guys are located? Sure. So uh, we're in Foy 203. So it's in the corner of Foy. You've got to walk past two sets of doors, and we're in the back left-hand corner, uh, kind of underneath the stairs. So I always joke we're the redheaded stepchild office. We were in the back. But um, <laughs> very important. So... Uh, I guess first things first, last September, which was news to me when I joined here, was Alicia Pepe joined the career and internship team. Um, before then, I think she was hired right around 2016, 2017, and she was the leader in the internship, the whole experiential learning initiative here on campus, which is essentially, you know, learning by doing interns, work opportunities, all of that. So she got brought on board and kind of joined the team. So right now we have Alicia Pepe, who does a lot of outward facing employer relations getting these big companies like KPMG, GE, Regeneron, the post jobs with us, and come to these events that we sponsor. Deb Del Belso is still the director, and she has been for, I believe, the last 22 years, so she's still there. She actually handles a lot of our alumni appointments. So for the alumni listening, if you're you know in a state where you just want to talk to somebody about maybe making a possible career change, you're probably going to see Deb. She's got a ton of experience and helps out primarily alumni with whether it's brushing up on your resume, um, you know, interviewing skills, basically any and all of that. Uh, going down the line, we got Suzanne O'Connor, who's another longstanding member of the office. She's the associate director, and she also does a lot of student-facing appointments. Again, the mock interviews, the resume critiques, all of that stuff. 
Christy Lure, she is our resident grad school expert. She's been in higher ed for a very long time, but she helps students out a lot with more of the normal appointments as well, but also the grad school applications, the letters, the things that you have to do. She's really our go-to there. Michael Collins is our office manager, so basically day-to-day activities, the person that greets you when you walk in the door. We have several PCAs, which is a peer career advisor for the students on campus. And then we have Courtney Honeywell, who is also in the experiential learning field. So if you're looking for that internship for credit, you're going to be probably working with Courtney. She gives you pointers on what to look out for, how to do it, and kind of what to expect when you get in there. I remember when I was a freshman, I met with Suzanne, um, as obviously as an undeclared uh, major, and I had a lot of ideas and a lot of interest, and Suzanne was able to help narrow that down uh, and, and kind of give me a pathway uh, to success. And I also remember as a, as a freshman, the Career Expo, and it was, you know, hundreds of people, hundreds of companies all down in the uh, Marcel Athletic Complex, and it was a little bit overwhelming. Yep. And I also needed it to be narrowed down a little bit and kind of get, you know, my niche going. And, and you guys have kind of done that a little bit now with the Career yeah. Expo and how you've broken that into different segments uh, and different days as well. Can you share with our alumni listening and maybe even the students today kind of what that new um, timeline is like sure. uh, in, in this month? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, back in the day, again, when I was here, Brandon was here, the Career Fair, what it was just called, it was one day, it was probably four to five hours Tons of people, tons of employers, and like you said, it's really overwhelming. And we kind of had a reaction to COVID and the whole different idea of, you know, informality and things changing. So we decided to break it apart. Uh, what that usually means is we break it up by industry-specific days. So this past Wednesday was business. So not necessarily that if you're a business major, you can't go to any of these days, but these are companies that are declaring themselves business companies. So finance, accounting, marketing. Uh, Pepsi was there, KPMG, you know, the normal ones that you'd normally see. The next one, which is going to be this coming Wednesday, February 8th, is STEM and healthcare. So that's any company that is in that related field. Now, again, that doesn't mean if you're a marketing person and you want to go speak to Regeneron, go do it because they're still going to be there and they still need finance people, accounting people, marketing. They still hire for everything. They're just coming to that day. The day after that, which would be the following Wednesday, will then be not-for-profit, government, education. So again, there's a lot of the New York state offices that might be some of the local high schools, things of that nature that again, are still hiring for all of these different majors. And the third and fourth and final day is actually going to be service in grad school. So we haven't done grad school in a little while. And we kind of wanted to bundle that in with some service opportunities for students that maybe were unsure and didn't want to go into the workforce. So we partnered with international studies, high impact practice groups here on campus to get some organizations to come on campus and um, kind of talk about what that experience would be like. And there's a, obviously a, a great lineup of events coming on this month in February. And for those listening that are looking to attend as a person looking for a job, um, that, as you mentioned, an alum that is looking to change a career possibly, um, can, can they come onto campus now? Is there a registration process? Is there a website that they can kind of find some more information on on all of the events that you have for for the services? Sure. So for those of you that remember, uh, Career Saint is where all of the jobs and events are housed. Now, as an alumni, your email changes. We all know how that works. If you have a hard time getting access, you can just reach out to our office. Uh, our email is careermail at sienna.edu. One of us will take care of you. And that way you can see all the events coming up. You can also see the jobs. You can also make an appointment with our office. But most importantly, you can see what's coming up, like Brandon said. So alumni are always, always welcome. And that's one of the biggest things that I've been trying to focus on as the marketing guy is that we still support you guys. 
if you need help, you can still come to us. A lot of career centers, you know, you graduate, you walk across the stage, services kind of go away, and they say, see you later, you got your degree. We want to make sure that, again, it's the education of a lifetime. We're here to support you for that lifetime, whatever it is for your career. So if you can't get on, email us, call us, send a fax. Uh, either way, we'll make sure that you have access to what you need, get an appointment, talk to who you need to talk to. So we are always open for current students, past, present, future. And there's also the other angle on the alumni side, which we somewhat saw this week, too, with the Business uh, Career Expo, with a lot of Siena employees in the business field coming back to campus to help start making connections and allow students to start networking with that great Siena base within the Capital Region and then obviously throughout the United States. So for those people that read e-news and they see the intern journal and they see that somebody was at KPMG or they see an alumnus of the month and they were at this great company, how can our alumni offer opportunities outside of face-to-face networking on campus, whether it is posting a job, providing an internship, doing a roundtable? How can an alum go about that and, and kind of get that uh, you know event, so to speak, or opportunity put in place? Sure. So there's a couple of different ways to go about it. So obviously you can post a job on CareerSaint. That's kind of the first and easiest way. If you want to do like an internship program with our office, we usually contact you with Alicia. And she kind of goes through the whole thing, what to expect. There's a couple of requirements you got to make sure you follow, but nothing too serious. And then you get rolling with having interns there for credit. Uh, that way you can kind of have a revolving supply of new interns, new talent, new life to come into your company. You don't have to be an alumni. It's great if you are. Then obviously there's the events, the main one being the career expos. You come, you table, you showcase what's special about your company, your organization. We also have on-campus recruiting, which is essentially you're taking the job interview out of your office and bringing it on campus. So students will apply like they normally would through CareerSaint. You vet the resumes, say who you want to see, and then we get them to our office. You come to our office and conduct the interview there. At its very basic, you can just table in the Sarazen Student Union, which is, you know, the main spot on campus. But a lot of students walk by. Again, showcase what you want to do. And really, last but not least, we do have sponsorship opportunities for our office that gives you some different perks. For example, in the career expos, you become one of the first tables that students see. Uh, your logos get on a lot of the marketing materials and things of that nature. So a lot of different ways. A lot of them are of no cost. You know, it doesn't cost to post a job. It doesn't cost to come on campus. So even if you want to try to see if you want to get some student interns, we'd be more than happy to. And we mentioned in the beginning of this segment today that it's always great when the office is expanding and bringing new ideas. And overall at the college right now, it's a great time. Record enrollment, which also means in time record graduates coming out of Siena and opportunities to then come back and engage with us. And one of the new ideas that the office is tentatively working on is this adulting with alumni and the advice and the career guidance that some students may need, you know, junior, senior year, even freshman year. Can you tell our audience a little bit about what this, uh, this idea is and how it's going to come to fruition? Sure. So I bet most of you out there know how to balance a checkbook, but I bet you did not learn that at a class here. Um, kind of the idea is we teach, you know, Siena as an institution teaches a lot, you know, about your career, major, everything very specific, but sometimes little things. How do you buy a car? What is a lease? How do you rent an apartment or buy a house? Uh, those things sometimes may not come up. So this whole adulting advice for alumni or from alumni is these little bit of life lessons, things to look out for. So we have people from the industry, whether it's, you know, a professional in the homeownership, a realtor, uh, someone that's working in banking that deals with a lot of home loans come in and tell you kind of what to look out for. Just some simple things, life hacks, right? 
and just to help bestow that information on whether it's young alum, students that are graduating, because a lot of students here, if you came from far away, you might not have a car on campus. You might not have bought one to get here. And it's those little things that sometimes get glossed over. So each segment, uh, so far we've done one in the fall, is going to have somewhat of a focus, whether it's financial literacy, maybe it's going to be real estate the next one, accounting, uh, basically just tips from that industry. We try to get a bunch of people to come in and just showcase some of the simple, easy ideas. And we got about a minute left today. Um, and I know there's also another new idea with the career mentoring program, and that's yep. also a, a baby of yours that you're kind of bringing to light as well. So I think maybe we'll give you the last word about this last, you know, great new idea that the office has and then overall what to expect, you know, in the future with your office. Sure. Um, so the career mentorship really is just an idea that there's a lot of people out there that have some really cool experiences. So we're tying it in as much as we can, whether it's someone you meet with uh, on campus here that has gone through a ton of different life uh, or, you know, you get paired with our office. We're starting a program where students can apply to be a mentee and we have a lot of alumni coming back as mentors. And again, just making the relationship not something that's super formal, but just someone that you can ask a question to. Networking is a term that has a lot of anxiety built around it. So we're trying to have it be like a community building effort that you are open to talk to these people that have been around, whether it's a young alum, someone that's been out five years, 10 years, 20, uh, that they have some advice for you guys. So if you want to be a mentor, you can always reach out to our office. We really would love to have you know people from all walks of life, all different stages of life, be it because you have something that you can give to current students that they may not know. And maybe you'll learn something from the students too. It's interesting to see different perspectives. Our office is you know rapidly trying new things. That's why my role is here, trying to get the word out, trying to have awareness of what we do, making sure that alumni know they can still come back, making sure that all the alumni that want to work with us can and really just get the word out as much as possible. And if you have a cool story, um, similarly enough, I have a small podcast that talks about stories. So if, um, you know, I had Adam Kassler, who's been in higher ed forever, and I also had Father Larry on, who was a DJ in Alaska. So careers are not a straight path. We're trying to be there to help you navigate through that and anything we can do to help. And just quickly, the last bit, we got about 20 seconds left best phone number, best email, and then best way to contact you if they want to be on your podcast. Sure. Uh, so best phone number for the office is 518-783-2339. That's our main office line. Michael will answer, so he'll get you where you got to be. For general stuff, career mail, so C-A-R-E-E-R-M-A-I-L at Sienna.edu is our general email, so career mail at Sienna.edu. And myself is letter J, DeGroff, at Sienna.edu, if you want to be a guest, you want to contact me directly, you want to market something, or you got a cool idea, uh, you can definitely let me know. Well, thanks so much, Jared, for having yeah, us. Thank it's you. great to hear what the office is doing, and we're really excited to see what that growth is going to continue to be like. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening today here on WVCR, 8 the Saint. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend.